listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. With compliments and apologies to all not mentioned by name. I want to say, just got to say something about those beautiful, beautiful, beautiful out of sight black men with their afros walking down the street is the same old danger, but a brand new pleasure. Sitting on stoops and bars, going to offices, running numbers, watching for their whores, preaching in churches, driving their hogs, walking their dogs, winking at me. In their fire red, lime green, burnt orange, royal blue, tight, tight pants that hug what I like to hug. Hey, ah! welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house. Thought I'd mix it up a little bit today. Um, it's a poem by Nikki Giovanni um called beautiful black man in case y'all want to look up the rest uh at any rate um we're in the house on a monday okay you can find the blackout tips on itunes stitcher just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews um let us know uh what you think about the show if it's nice we'll read it on the air yes if it's not we'll ignore it like it never happened i ain't that the truth the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is just brought to you by listeners like you let's get right into it all kinds of stuff is happening uh i did have a couple of things i wanted to address to start the show okay the grammys were last night i did not watch the grammys Mm-mm. so if anybody was expecting a grammy recap um you probably I'm haven't sorry, been listening to the point yeah you probably haven't been listening to the show long that's fine i know we normally recap the bet awards every once in a while bet hip-hop awards if we uh had the time to, to work it, that one in but right. um we always recap the bet awards because that's the one we care about and that's right. the one that's the most fun to be honest yes um and so we didn't really watch the grammys um we went to the store we watch corporate which is a great show on oh, cartoon oh, uh, comedy central corporate is hilarious it's so good i think you guys should check it out if you get a chance especially if you work in corporate america the jokes are off the chain yeah and uh, our girl aparna is in it yes yeah, she's doing a wonderful job she's hilarious she's an hr person we got to meet her at um podcon mm-hmm. um, so yeah man y'all should check it out because it's really good and it's really funny and uh it's like four episodes in and i love it so far uh, and it gets like really meta and dark and stuff it's, it's just fun uh and uh lance riddick is in it too and he is also a revelation a lot of people don't know how funny that dude is right because they know him from um the wire mm-hmm. you know but uh he's he's also done a lot of comedy stuff like on cartoon network and stuff and uh this this role just fits him as the ceo of an evil company he is so good yes he is anyway um so yeah that's what i was watching the grammys kind of between catching up on the dvr so i switched back to see if something happened and then go back and if black twitter was raving about something i try to switch it in time to check out what they said but in general i couldn't really i don't really watch the grammys um really what the grammys need some black entrepreneur out there listening they need to invent an app for all award shows for white people you know the grammys the oscars the well all of them all of them sell like the essence awards and soul Train awards right they need to invent something uh for you know for for all the non-black award shows um an app that just buzzes my phone whenever it's time for me to uh 
turn the tv to see like a black person win something right and give an acceptance of speech a black person who's about to perform you know Other like a, than that i don't care mm-hmm. yeah something like that like like you know if, if there's a you know the black comedians on stage you know something like just a little little app this is like this is bla- it's black time check out the grammys yeah, so uh dave Chappelle's about to say something you know ah, so you don't have to be there and watch the entire thing yeah because right. even black twitter is not really like it's normally like kind of behind on that kind of stuff and then also it's not really good because um black people i don't know why we keep doing this but a lot of us subject ourselves to watching this whole show five hours of something that you know for the most part is it for us and we don't really like Mm-mm. um and then you know people get worked up because it's like and i and justifiably so i mean black people be right. mad at the end of every grammys award show ever black people be mad you know i don't think prince has ever won album of the year um right um which is why i don't watch you know stuff like that um i did not know that wow yeah but i don't watch because i am not gonna let one night of tv ruin the way i that music I, I listen to music to feel good right so the way music makes me feel 365 days of the year i'm not gonna ruin that for one night when white people quote unquote don't get it you know and uh, i feel like we keep going back through that cycle over and over and at this point it's a spectacle it's like a live tweet event so that's why people really do it like um i don't think people like to admit that but it's more about just the social networking of it like how can i not talk about this thing everyone's talking about it we all do it i you know even though i didn't watch the grammys i still had some jokes you know so uh i think but i think in general we're not served there you know and so Mm-mm. you know i i don't really put much weight on the fact that they don't reward us Mm-mm. and then um you know it was like i think bruno mars ran away with everything he just swept the grammys and every, yeah, every, i think everything he was nominated for he won i don't know like six or eight awards i don't know how many but they said he won a lot yeah which i mean outside looking in as a person that didn't listen to every single album that shit made kind of sense to me it you know what and i know a lot of well, I know some people because, you know, a lot of times when you're on Twitter, mm. because it's like you said, it's that hyperbotic chamber. It just looks like it's more people upset than actually is. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that Bruno Mars won, truth be told, because his album was like fucking everywhere, regardless if you liked him, regardless if you liked his music, regardless if you accept his blackness or not. It Like all that is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. His album was everywhere his music was everywhere like he was everywhere yeah it felt like a single came out from that out i mean singles were still coming out from that album and i swear that thing came out feels like two years ago yeah and actually the album is actually good like i enjoyed 24 carat mm-hmm. like it is actually a really really good album um and i know some people have their problems or issues or whatever bruno mars and i know that might have played a role with with you know their kind of bias towards him and he's not fully black and all that stuff you know but my thing is in my personal opinion he's never ever came out and say he he said he was black you know he's never in my opinion he's not anti-black he's not saying i don't like black people and i'm just coming here to take y'all shit Mm -hmm. he never said that either so i personally don't have a problem you know with him winning but it doesn't matter who won for a lot of people if it wasn't the person that they wanted to win they uh, the other person will get shitted on no matter what yeah you know um the other thing too is like a lot of people have a problem with him doing black music quote-unquote even though he does give a lot of credit and pay homage to but i mean that's kind of an emotional argument because there's no actual like basis for who gets a pass and essentially 
if you follow the extent of their logic it's nobody but black people can make music inspired by black people correct which is not realistic so it's not really worth arguing and debating those people um but there's a point that i think a lot of people have when they bring up the fact that what gets awarded in these situations is that off-brand blackness like white people will never really accept the source correct there's always a filter it has to be well this filipino dude is doing this so let's 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 give him this oh this uh puerto rican dude is doing it okay okay this white dude with dreadlocks is doing you know cornrows uh, justin timberlake is doing this now we're all about this but if i were to say well you know what's even better than that um have you heard of this artist right here a lot of times people will be like nah that's too much you know right um and i'm not saying that there's uh i mean i'm sure there's black doo-wop people i'm not even saying that they're all better than bruno or any of that shit it's just i understand that you can't separate racism from the environment of the united states and the world so yes i'm sure it's racially influenced but you know it's like with most things on social media um i realize that oh uh, shit i'm sorry uh i realize i mean it could go without um saying but i feel like you know the wokes kind of have to say you know the obvious when it comes to these things yeah because like i said your anger is valid i'm not saying that your anger is not valid Mm -hmm. but for you know for some people it's like this is an r&b which means in in their mind nobody should be winning these awards but black people and black people should be rewarded for some shit they started so i i mean i completely understand that but you got to t- be truthful about it and look at the source of who is voting that shit matters also well i mean also i just think the conversation is cyclical and it's right and it's predictable at this point because yes i just didn't want to participate in that part of the conversation because it's the same thing every year yes and i've never seen it change you know when beyonce lost it, everybody was infuriated um when kendrick lost to macklemore everybody was in, it's, it's like at some point as a black person i refuse to be mad about the shit that i know is going to happen um when it when i can avoid it it's correct it's, it's just a coping mechanism some people they're going to be mad every time some people it's their brand to be mad like i need to bring this up i need to fight with people about it i need people to you know i gotta drag this person whatever you know and then people there was also like a defense mechanism people like bruno so then they right. start they start going, going into forth. people's tweets that they disagree with to be like well what it's not his fault what you want him to do and it's like really just if, did you enjoy the album i did did so, you think it should have won a grammy so guess what i didn't argue with nobody yeah. i didn't go on nobody's post i just let them be because i understood the anger yeah um so i think that's why i kind of opted out of uh really getting into i didn't even see like the last fuck i don't know two hours of it i, I like because before that i was only seeing like oh kendrick perform and then i, I didn't even it. see him perform yeah i saw it at the very beginning because i always love to see kendrick perform because kendrick always does something about, like he just takes the art form to another level with the stage performance right and i said childish cambino did a great I job i saw his um like i tried to follow black twitter to see when the black people was up right you know i didn't see scissor i think i missed hers like like i said it was i think we might went to the store during that but it was just like um you know i tried to catch what i could and take the joy from it rather than the pain of so-and-so didn't win and you know when and when somebody wins somebody gotta lose even if it is black so you have people upset that kendrick kept beating jay-z and 
you know stuff like that you right. know cardi i think cardi didn't win and you had people upset about that so right. people are gonna be mad because they're just kind of rooting for their faves Correct. no matter who wins and i understand that because it's about teams right but in general though man um you know i I just couldn't get in i just can't get into those award shows i can't get into the oscar i just can't get into it because i already know they don't really view things through our lens and it's such a struggle to get them to and i appreciate the people that fight that fight because yeah it's it's good for representation it's also good for money and careers uh for people to kind of get that stuff on their resume so they can continue to make projects they would like to make um but other than you know music is less so like i feel like movie awards do much more for your career than music awards because music awards like we shit best new artists is you know for a long time i forget how many it was like maybe over 20 years was just like one and done hit one one hit wonders right so you know it's, it we'll see with the rest of this shit but um you know I, I i did but i did enjoy like the blackness of like jay-z and beyonce had like a black brunch uh kind of thing it wasn't all black it was like other people were other people were there than just black people but like susan sarandon was there <laughs> iggy azalea was there uh like it was some other white it was some white people there too but it was just like a whole like anybody who's anybody that's black was at this joint that was cool um blue and jay-z and beyonce sitting together um that was the cutest thing beyonce ever. went full texas black mama and had like a little her purse with the snacks in it you better you did it with the kids like blue was eating like fruit snacks and sipping on juice and shit i was like this is so fucking black oh i love them uh, uh, her sippy cup was probably lying in 24 karat gold but hey that's a part of being a parent and uh what was real hilarious was they walking down the hallway and that white woman looked at her like oh i know beyonce and jay-z oh my god uh the other thing too i would add is i'm and this is i'm not saying this is a hater at all i swear to god i'm not i liked the album i thought it was fine i thought it was good uh one of his best albums but i am so glad 444 didn't win album of the year i'm so glad i mean i would have took kendrick i would have took i don't know if scissor was up for that i would took that i would took anybody before 444 i woo, we dodged a fucking bullet okay like damn i would have took damn over 444 because the articles the next day would have been goddamn off the chain listen i follow and love way too many black women for 444 to win at the lemonade didn't Mm-mm. what Mm-mm. oh oh Mm-mm. like i said i didn't even watch and i'd have been mad i already be absorbing like people's conflict from the sidelines when people are, i know are fighting i feel kind of i can feel i get nervous and i'm not even involved and i'll be like oh like i feel bad if if my whole timeline would have just been brothers being like oh wow he made a mature album he 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 he, you know he made his most introspective album he's ever done and um really made like got this grammy for it and good for him um i i mean which is i don't have a problem with that point of view me either but it would have been so many people like oh so we a black man can win but a black woman can't talking about the same story different side our pain is never respected blah wouldn't have been wrong either nope and it would have been those two groups of people fighting all goddamn day rather than kind of yeah rather and it would have been think piece after think piece twitter thread after twitter thread it would have been 
niggas coming in taunting you know trying to pick on black women for this yeah hey, you, you, you know. the, you're the send bees everywhere all on twice facebook twitter instagram honey you just send hives everywhere it wouldn't have been pretty honey everywhere it wouldn't have been pretty for nobody it would have been so fucking destructive i'm so like i do not mean that in a negative way right i don't wish nothing ill on that dude or that family yeah, honey, you but goddamn if, if he would have won i would have had to d- fucking throw my phone in the in the toilet right because i don't care what social media app you would have had especially if you don't follow or either you don't care you'd open up your app and it would have you would like, what the fuck is this yeah that shit would have been like they think peace 444 to death last year and i thought this shit ain't that fucking like as like it's it's a good for him type of mo- mo- moment in his life and good for all the fellas that realize blah 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 and all this shit but i'm talking three four months later people were still putting out think pieces about that fucking album i was like listen i'm sorry you got cheated on okay <laughs> like i understand right. that's a lot of pain jay-z didn't actually cheat on you and you know the people that's clowning them for keeping their marriage together and shit like that's still their marriage it's not ours you know like yes they put their business out there for the album and all that stuff but this is ultimately a personal decision these people made to stay together it's just literally not our fucking business right which people do all the time right like it's it's okay for us to be like that's one couple it doesn't have any reflection on your life she didn't say and the rest of y'all are wrong for leaving right uh, you know shout out to waka flocka wife tammy rivera uh she didn't even she didn't even like flip out and say the rest of you hoes is weak or something jay-z didn't say this is the right way to go and you know like it was it's completely fine for us to recognize that that's their lives and there's double standards and shit but i'm saying like it was months later i'm not like i'm not exaggerating it just on a random tuesday in fucking like september you'll see like and here's the problem with 444 and i'm like oh i okay i i, I we're still doing this okay mm. if that shit would have won right back to square one. Oh yeah and you would have had particularly the way that uh beyonce's albums have been snubbed to right a lot of people will forever and i'm in that group forever being mad particularly when adele won and adele's whole speech was like my bad girl i don't know what the fuck they doing girl you know i i you know they put my name up here you know i i am i i would give it to you if it didn't make me look like a fool nah the adele one ain't the one Mm-mm, no the beck one is the one the adele one yeah i kind of can understand i can understand adele sells like a motherfucker she does you know adele has like a following even amongst black people right she also has a tremendous amount of respect for beyonce nah that beck one yeah nigga didn't nobody heard that beck album still (laughs) yeah fuck out of my face she you know what i'm not doing this again but she she got every record ever for both of those fucking albums every week it was just beyonce sold this beyonce got this many hits on the chart beyonce did this no albums ever streamed like this no album every fucking week she put her album on one fucking platform and said good luck bitches find it and it happened she i'm not trying to rehash it i'm just saying right that that one yeah that the the beyonce joint was the one that i was like agree get the fuck out of my face because y'all couldn't come up with nothing better than beck fuck out of my face right and and the thing with beck Beyonce literally ruined a weekend, two or three days, like no, 24 hours before the Super Bowl. She, a Saturday, 
we spent a saturday afternoon with millions of other niggas memorizing that song and she literally performed it like the next day or one or two days later and then went on goddamn tour she didn't give people time to get their dance moves and practice together people knew that song and i think it was like on a private link or some shit like that and billions of people found the link and watched it hey guys in the chat what was the name of that back album y'all know right yeah no like nobody know that shit man that fuck that nigga man right right and you know and the thing is when it comes to beck you know a lot of people say he's talented but uh nobody cares he wouldn't break the same records nobody no, it was stupid they they'll come up with any argument to not give a nigga they do is he could play all the instruments so could prince and y'all never gave him album of the year not once what the fuck are we talking about just moving scale man anyway that's why i don't watch it because i'm getting mad just thinking about that shit right so i didn't watch it again and i didn't because i just don't have it in me to get mad every year about the same shit um would have been dope if kendrick won but they don't respect fucking they don't respect hip-hop like that they don't respect blackness like that and no i don't have a problem with bruno winning and yes people have a point that it's because he's off black that white people love him right uh because you know and, and for the record black people love that dude genuinely and if he would have showed up at the BET awards i think he has before actually mm-hmm. but we show love and we show out for that dude right black i'm not, I, I understand the woke crowd and the and the and the like ac- black academic crowd and like the i'm so fucking pro black i hate everybody with black people thing i get that crowd i get what they trying to do but at the end of the day they don't speak for most of us we love letting people come through and show love to us and vice versa like that's actually the most beautiful thing about being black to me correct and i'm glad we haven't lost that because we have every fucking right to feel like isolationist and be like fuck everybody but us but i actually love that we still be like nah man come through put like dance with us have fun with us like you know not that i'm I'm not some pan-africanist but that shit feels like something that uh you know existed both universally with blackness and uh i'm glad that despite all the hardships we've been through as a people we have not given up on having hope in not just each other but other folks that come through as long as they show love like i love that and sometimes that means we get hurt sometimes that means we get played I, i get that too and sometimes it ain't for good purposes like not all these motherfuckers is cool like uh, I fuck with Bruno, but I remember when Molly Cyrus is doing this shit, I was like, she's fake as fuck. So, right. I definitely understand. When I see Iggy out there, I'm like, that's not respect for our culture. That's just, you know, like, that's just parroting us. Like, I understand that there's a difference and it's an emotional difference. Correct. And it's different for everybody. The same way I feel about Iggy, someone feel about Bruno, and there's nothing I can do to change their mind. Mm-mm. And I'm not here to try to change their mind, but I think the vast majority of us will let you kind of come through and party and t- unless you violate and um bruno as far as i've seen never violated so happy for that dude and he puts on a hell of a show that dude is a entertainer that dude's amazing I've heard. i would love to see him live i mean I even he's good live. i'm I, I mean i don't know about live i've never seen him live either i'm saying just from the tv right you can just fucking see like this dude is just good at he's just good at everything you know what i mean like that shit was dope um and and you know people don't fuck with it they don't have to but that shit was dope and i haven't even listened to the album and i'm saying like every time i see that dude i'm just like that that motherfucker's undeniable yeah 124 carries 24 and i don't get me that's my jam i know that's your album i might have to start listening to Honey, it i started running it's great running music i might have to start listening to it now that's that it what won. i like that's what i like 
hey that's my jam right there yeah i've heard some of the singles but that's about it uh all right what other news we got here but yeah anyway shout out to bruno and mm-hmm. sorry jay went 0 for 8 but nigga we couldn't have took uh, even one win would have been too much i'm sorry i'm sorry jay i am so sorry bro this, consider this the karma for for the cheating consider this the karma man because with the, and the they, black might, com- they might be punishing you for your wife's black ass album the black community could not have taken that shit bro i just i could not have woke up to motherfuckers mad about that it's it's already too many people mad about stupid shit in my life i can't have niggas mad about motherfucking 444 again a year later no 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 <laughs> you, no you had enough nope um uh and nobody gets canceled news chris christie is hired as a contributor to abc mm-hmm chris christie uh who i believe just finished being governor of new jersey has already been hired uh as a contributor to abc news so is he gonna go into the office one day and be like i'm gonna go to the private beach i don't think he has that power anymore but uh, apparently he's uh gonna provide analysis of donald trump's first state of the union speech which i won't be watching i, I don't know i say that i probably won't watch but i could also see me watching and making jokes though the thing is when i watch and make jokes of the state of the union oh i have never pissed off as many white people that and when i come out the woodworks that and bernie so black those are the that's when i piss off the most flag avatar eagles dogs like landscape ass motherfuckers they get they do not they do not like when you make jokes about make america great state of the union because even when it was obama doing state of the union i I make jokes they get mad it's not i make the jokes on obama but i'll be making jokes about republicans how stupid they is and then they would find my black ass tweet so i don't know Ah! i might i might not i don't know depends how i feel that night but um you know not really looking forward to his state of the union i know it's gonna be stupid um let's see what else happened oh noam chomsky uh said people who didn't vote for clinton to block trump made a bad mistake which means he's uh a neoliberal now uh he's a renowned scholar and mit professor emeritus he said people who didn't vote for former secretary of state uh hillary clinton to block a donald trump presidency made a bad mistake told al jazeera's Mehdi hassan there's a moral issue in voting against the greater evil trump in this case even if you don't like the other candidate but he also said there was a factual question regarding this year's candidates pointing out trump and clinton's very different records i didn't like clinton at all but her positions are much better than trump on every issue i can think of he said chomsky said in january he'd vote for clinton if he lived in the swing state despite his support of bernie sanders who ran against clinton in the democratic presidential primary every republican candidate is either a climate change denier or a skeptic who says we can't do it what they are saying is let's destroy the world is that worth voting against yeah chomsky criticized trump in may calling his refusal to accept science behind climate change a death knell for the human species chomsky's also being critical of the republican party saying gop's policies pose a serious danger to human survival chomsky told the huffington post in february trump's success uh could be attributed to his ability to appeal to deep feelings of anger frustration hopelessness probably among sectors like those that are seeing an increase in mortality something unheard of apart from war and catastrophe yeah i mean i guess uh better late than never i don't know right nothing yeah 
okay all right uh cnn jeffrey's tubin says i regret my role in hillary clinton false equivalents so you got him too care he said he, he regrets his role and uh acting like they was both the same 100 everybody get 100 100 100 100 mm. yeah apparently uh he realized uh that that was not good to uh to say that they were both the same and that they actually upon further examination were not both the same no 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 mm-hmm. but you got you had to experience it you couldn't have take, took the one and other brown people and native americans that they was out there putting water holes and shit on like you none no none it was crooked then Uh, my question is this is it not um see this goes back to something i said last year a phrase i tried to coin or to some extent performative impartiality the media was complicit in that shit because as long as they feel like if we say something bad about trump we have to say something bad about clinton you do make let me think of the best way to no i'm just gonna say you do make relatively dumb people think that they are both the same right and you make a lot of dumb people think they're smart it's kind of like how erica badu said i see the good in everything even hitler and he was a great painter and hitler was a notoriously horrible painter but she just wanted to find she liked being contrarian because people feel like being contrarian means you're smart like oh you don't think you think outside the box you're different than everybody else see 99.9999999 percent of people would have said hey hitler's a bad guy but you you say there's some good things about hitler have we thought about that and that makes you smart because no one else saw it that way not really sometimes you're just wrong you know it's like how uh people that are flat earthers think they're smart you're like no you're not really smart you're just wrong and your painting is smart and because we don't like to um in a certain to a certain extent we've kind of done away with certain words in the lexicon that i'm not giving up but you know words like stupid yeah words like liar not you know and up. I, yeah i understand that you know to some people those words have been used to demean them when they aren't stupid or you know people use them as ableist words and stuff like that i understand that um although changing the word won't really do anything because people still gonna think those things um but i understand that point of being like we shouldn't have these words used against people inappropriately but what about the appropriate use of these words come on what about someone someone is stupid when someone is dangerous when someone is promoting something that is a lie you know like how many people won't call donald trump a liar because of some sort of false civility right they won't call him a racist they got mad think about this we live in a society where jamel hill got suspended essentially reprimanded called out to a certain extent for just saying this dude's a white supremacist now she get later went on to get suspended for actually saying uh from hinting at the idea of boycotting uh nfl sponsors and shit which i understand touching the money but let's not act like it didn't start with he's a white supremacist and surrounded by white supremacists this dude is a white supremacist she's not supposed to say that because it's not polite and therefore she has to go that is a problem you know and i feel like part of that is what led to 
this shit where it was like they're both the same if we cover a story about donald trump very real corruption actual proof of racism in his housing policies things of this nature if we cover these lawsuits and things sexual assault accusations well then we have to cover benghazi for clinton despite the fact that one of these is the actual thing that happened and is real and the other one is a conspiracy theory by fucking crackpots that shit was so prevalent in 2016 and it happened the entire fucking year and i i don't know what's coming up next but i wonder what it is that's making like a noam chomsky come out um jeffrey tubin come out at this juncture to be like actually you know what guys i played that wrong you know some of the things i said and advocated that might have been a bit unfair what what is it that's happening right now is he about to say something in the state of the union some hitler shit like what are y'all worried about that you want to clear the air like oh i'm not with this dude you're disassociating yourself because the thing is he's so volatile that people are like i don't know what he's gonna say i don't know what he's gonna do he's a dumbass i cannot no longer be associated with him yeah um yeah i guess he went on black on the air larry wilmore's podcast uh, in a discussion of presidential politics, Wilmore argued that Hillary Clinton, a Democratic presidential nominee in 2016, was a victim of a coordinated attack coming from Republicans. Benghazi was the expression of that attack. In fact, what's his name? Was it uh, former Representative Jason Chavez, who actually kind of agreed that that that's what they were doing was weakening her as a candidate? Wilmore may have been referring to representative kevin mccarthy who said in 2015 everybody thought hillary clinton was unbeatable right but we put together a benghazi special committee a select committee what are her numbers today her numbers are dropping no question about the attack on clinton responded to inciting all that bogus stuff about the clinton foundation perhaps a reference to the uranium one story or even the pre-election reporting of brett Bayer later withdrawing uh later withdrawn that there would be an indictment related to our foundation and i hold myself somewhat responsible for that continue to in the present in a steady presence on cnn since 2002 i think there was a lot of false equivalence in the 2016 pro, uh, campaign what i tell you that false impartiality you're not actually being impartial you're actually leaning towards lying like you're leaning towards let's also give credibility to lies and call it impartiality we have to consider everything guys no you don't uh that every time we said something pointed out something about donald trump whether it was his business interest or grabbing by the pussy we felt like oh we gotta like talk about we gotta say something bad about hillary and i think it led to a sense of false equivalence that was misleading and i regret my role in doing that that's what the fuck i said 2016 a lot of people were you goddamn ignored us and that's the shit that fucking makes me mad it's like it's like we try to warn you before the ship starts sinking and you don't pay attention water floods in you be like oh but you know it almost have to fucking get to your to your chin before you be like oh y'all was right motherfucker we try to tell you when it was at our feet but you ignored us right so yeah it's just real funny how i was like this is ex-, and i you know i listened to people that were like yeah she's got the media machine it's on her side it's rigged it's this and i'm like these people don't get a check from hillary Clinton, and they don't give a fuck you know what they care about ratings you know what gives ratings shitting on her and anything involving donald trump like shitting on her specifically gets ratings and even mentioning trump name get ratings so what the fuck does cnn become what the fuck did msnbc become you already know what fox news was which is why they led everybody in ratings because they were unapologetic about it but 
that's what people wanted to see they didn't want to see a fair analysis of both candidates and their positions because that would have made the american people have to goddamn think yeah so yeah man we we are right for the we are a dumbass country and we are right ah. for the picking so it just right. happens a judge issued a bench warrant for tiger's arrest after he failed to show up to court over unpaid two hundred and thirty six thousand dollar judgment hmm. he's a wanted man like again this dude stay in court um ain't this the one that did the kardashian girl he did he has a baby with one of them um i think or does he have a baby with black china he has a baby with black Black china China. yeah Mm -hmm. something like that anyway the lawsuit which was filed 2015 stems from an incident that occurred at tiger show in grand rapids cheyenne rikina sued the rapper's company after a light stand fell and cracked their head open during the concert a year later a judge awarded her $235,000 in judgment against his music company however in true tiger fashion the rapper refused to cough up the cash by april rakina's legal team launched their third effort to collect the payment which had since ballooned to $250,000 from interest you've been better off paying dog yep hopefully you got some money pay that you better get some money because you know they they she presses no i, I asked like oh we'll be taking that before it goes anywhere Mm-hmm. maybe get some uh some racks or something like that you know you could go to rack city and pay her um all right uh after the male dominated grammys the academy president says women need to step up guess the gender of the president neil portnow said that women who want to be part of the industry need to step up after only one woman took home a main award at sunday night's grammy awards i think it has to begin with women who had their creativity in their hearts and souls who want to be musicians who want to be engineers who want to be producers who want to be part of the industry on the executive level to step up he said because i think they would be welcome i don't have personal experience of those kind of brick walls that you face but i think it's really a combination us as an industry making the welcome mat very obvious creating mentorships creating opportunities not only for women but all people who want to be creative and really playing if paying it forward and creating the next generation of artists who feel like they can do anything they can say anything hmm. he must not want that job when uh grammy producer ken El- elrich was Erlich was asked the same question he said it's not for me to talk about i produce the tv show i see that's a smart man good answer (laughs) great answer i don't make the decision i'm doing my job you want to talk to somebody hr's around the corner be more than happy to talk to them because that right there started a whirlwind of fury because the the problem is that you're lying everybody knows you're lying how many women engineers do you know in the industry that are known and right. well known for their jobs how how many huh how, how, how many women work behind the scenes producing mm-hmm. you know if we really want to get there you know i've never experienced motherfucker that's right and that's a goddamn problem canadian singer alessia cara won the grammy for best new artist making her the only female nominee to win one of the major grammy categories despite the fact that scissor was the most nominated woman of the night with five separate nods four out of five nominees in best pop solo performance category kelly clarkson kesha lady gaga and pink were women but they all lost to ed sheeran's the shape of you hmm step your game up ladies okay obviously it's your fault not us y'all are not doing the right things not the penises 
right and 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 then you wonder why people like me go oh i'm not watching this bullshit yeah i like i said i i don't i cannot be tied to their progress that that I, i'm no it's too much you know what i mean it's just i ain't trying to be mad all goddamn day and that's right. all that is right that's and, all and, that's gonna do and the thing is it's a thing that, that, that for them they're amongst peers you know but you know if some of like your highest rating stars but like i'm not coming nor am i performing here watch them ratings drop i produce a tv show i'm a tv producer that's what i do then that's a great answer <laughs> that's right we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe and we assign different points for different articles that we read for how much we feel fuck with black people today's contestants everybody yay all right quest love you may know him as the drummer for the roots yes um well apparently two former tonight show with jimmy fallon employees are suing nbc and quest love for racial discrimination uh-oh in the lawsuit kurt decker and michael Samino, both uh both of whom are white and former camera operators on a late night tv show claim they were working on june 19 2017 when they each received an unsolicited racist and misogynistic text from a tonight show with jimmy fallon stagehand they claim a third person mark kelly a basis for the roots who is black also received the text okay decker and Camino uh say they later reported the incident to keith mcphee a manager for the roots and byron king a technical production manager for nbc instead of being heard the two men claimed that they were both found culpable and immediately suspended but kelly was not decker and Camino are now suing for racial discrimination and a million dollars in damages saying that Questlove demanded that all of the caucasian employees involved in the incident be fired the bottom line is that discrimination is discrimination no matter what your ethnicity race or creed richard roth the lawyer representing decker and camino said to the new york daily news Questlove and nbc uh said in response to the lawsuit uh, NBC told the news outlet that they are committed to providing a blah 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 we have strong policies that blinkety blink NBC also claimed Decker and Samino had violated company policy by not reporting the text through a spokesperson Questlove also denied the allegation calling them ridiculous He's, racism is real and exists throughout the world and for those gentlemen to claim victim is not only disrespectful to Questlove and his bandmates but to all that truly endure racism on a daily basis as NBC already stated the decisions made regarding those employees were made by NBC alone zero to a hundred karen mm, that 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 if the situation happened that's fucked up mm-hmm. like you know if it happened exactly like you, you said it's fucked up like they're like hey don't be discriminating against us because we're white you know but who knows what was said who knows what really happened and what went on behind the scenes so i'm gonna get this smooth 50 yeah i give it a zero as far as feeling fuck with the they lost their jobs and i give it like a 50 for fucking with quest love because okay. i don't think he did nothing why and this is the second time white people try to do that shit with a black publication remember first it was uh the revolt had something with a breakfast club some white dudes tried to sue them and shit 
saying they got racially discriminated against like nigga calm your ass down like you didn't you because with that it's like hey dog you don't know nothing about hip-hop like right. that's part of the job too right not the fact that you can do it well but you also need to know about the industry right woman infuriated after seeing only black hair products locked behind the glass at walmart why they locking hair products up and only the black ones that i'm in walmart in lancaster and everything everything pertaining to black hair care products is locked up makes absolutely no sense no sense at all all of our shit is locked up oh no this is black this is african-american hair care products first of all shout out to the white person that interrupted the video talking about it's multicultural bitch that don't make no difference come on i like that you thought for a second that would have made a fucking difference not that she's wrong the uh the black woman not that she's not not that she's not right when she said it's just the black stuff but even if it wasn't still only the white shit is not locked up come that's on. the problem bitch they ain't locking up swag what are we talking about here Ugh. Could've all of said this shit nothing. is locked up all of it all of this shit no i don't even want anything this is this is really bothering me right all of this shit is locked up i can't get anything this is the only walmart out here in av that is doing this everything else is not locked up but all of the african-american even the combs and satin bonnets wow. are locked up this is ridiculous this is really bothering me everything it is not fair and i'm speaking out on this this isn't right at all and you know ain't no white women wearing no motherfucking bonnets right they don't know what the fuck to do with a goddamn bonnet what they gonna do with a bonnet it's multicultural karen um bitch i don't get nothing about no multicultural i ought to be able to come in here and get pics and all my and y'all you know i'm for you for y'all for those you didn't see it it was a whole aisle it's not like it was a section you know no the whole aisle i shouldn't have to go get a key like it's fucking drugs back there to get my shit because they, now you're gonna do is it's tired of work with time up now i got to go and get somebody like it's goddamn electronics it's nothing but goddamn hair products it's like we criminals for existing right like i'm a fucking criminal when i walk into walmart to get a do-rag i'm already being dem- deemed a shady ass person that we better lock their products up you know like like we lock up the high value shit like a playstation that's five hundred dollars we also lock up the three dollars and 22 cent combs because you know how black people are come just on. the black just the black comb come on we lock up the 299 blue magic right fuck out of my face right she deserves to be mad late. right just for me is just for thieves apparently care of security <laughs> but only for some shoppers black shoppers and as That's a black woman you know it was de- demeaning to me and it was awful hurtful to me tiffany baroid is also with united food and commercial workers union which created this ad that alleges racial discrimination at hampton roads walmart stores for locking up african-american hair products while products used primarily by white shoppers remain unlocked the ad was effective enough to get all but this store in suffolk on main street to stop the practice so now baroid is asking for city council Council's help to get them to do the same. Are you all going to hold Walmart accountable for giving black shoppers a different experience from their white counterparts? This isn't fair. But Suffolk Mayor. Shout out to this woman 
for caring this fucking much right because it matters though but it's so wild right because we often say why does the person as a victim of discrimination have to become an activist right to get anything done like like you put me you think she don't have a job you think she don't have things to do she don't got kids i gotta go to goddamn city council for walmart to do their fucking job right you know what i mean and this wasn't enough to shame all the walmarts into yeah we should just all stop doing this one of them's like no we need to still be racist guys come on Linda Johnson says it's not her or the council member's place to do so. If they're doing something that's not correct or discriminatory, there are other places to go to deal with that. Justice. No, first of all, slow your motherfucking roll. One is not always somewhere else to go. That's another privileged thing, assumption of, oh, we just hop in the car and go to the next one. If I got a car. Right. I might have rode the bus up here. I might have to walk up this bitch. Right. What if it's midnight? Okay. Two, um, it is the government's job to fight discrimination in these workplaces that's actually a thing that the government does do the fuck you mean it ain't our responsibility if this motherfucker was up there talking about we don't serve niggers this ain't 1963 gretchen like you can't just fucking uh well why don't you just go ahead and go to uh the Woolworths across the street fuck you nigga like get in there and make sure my civil rights ain't violated and make sure i'm getting the right experience dog fuck out of here imagine if they just only stopped the the the, the walmart greeter person that does theft prevention imagine if they only stop black people you know what i'm saying like that ain't illegal it's fucking illegal dog come on this is nothing but just basically saying it's the prep presup, uh presupposition of crime you're basically saying i am a criminal by nature of my black skin and the products i buy being black products if they could do that with everything they do with everything in the store but everything yes, ain't racially would. divided although it would be funny if other shit was racially divided you know what i'm saying like the watermelons are behind the plastic uh glass over here if you like a watermelon please uh take a number okay if you like some fried chicken take a number yeah. oh oh the fried chicken line okay you're gonna need a card uh get the security he has to walk through this screen and we check for guns for the fried chicken line i know the collard greens because that's the thing white folks love this shit too and what about the white people that have hair similar to ours they use that products too it's white people to get relaxed what the fuck is wrong with people no 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 you can leave the uh you can leave fruit loops out okay do we we don't need to lock those up but them fruity o's we gotta lock those bags of fruitios up because we know the black people come in and they buy the bags they take they save the extra 63 cent and get bags of cereal for their children so with no toys in them let's go ahead and put those behind a partition real quick okay <laughs> let's bring <laughs> oh can we bring the gate down on the on the ham hocks please i'm gonna need the gate. <laughs> we need to bring uh on l3 we need to lock up all the pig feet all the hog mouth you better lock up that liver mush go ahead and lock up them big red sausages we ain't said no more of them bitches either lock up that baloney they had that robot from robocop guarding the chitlins and shit i know <laughs> come, please combine with command you have 10 <laughs> seconds to put the chitlins down 10 9 yeah fuck out of my face you racist i know could you imagine it uh we uh excuse me shoppers uh can i get a manager to help assist me open up the gate for the chitlins manager can you open up the gates for the chitlins on aisle two you can leave uh the flavor the flavor aid we don't have to 
we don't have to put that up but the kool-aid block that shit off okay we're gonna need several extra security officers down here on the kool-aid aisle okay these niggas are getting a little too a little too close okay i don't know what's happening Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're gonna have to lock up all the crisco no we shall be having nobody gonna be using no crisco up in here oh man oh man oh boy Mm-mm-mm. trader joe's ain't gotta lock nothing up hey, trader joe's don't lock up a goddamn thing and all they shit expensive and they don't lock up nothing nothing dog fuck out of my face walmart you crazy sons of bitches right and you a lot of times depend on where it is the fucked up thing about walmart and certain in, in some states they're the biggest employer right like like, like you employ the most people in the goddamn state what the fuck is happening here think you, about how how much longer it take black people on break to get their food because it's locked up oh man let me get a two-piece from the ah oh, fuck i gotta go through seven security checks and that fingerprint scanner so i can get some fucking a two-piece on my break meanwhile the white people can just walk right on over to the to the vegan section and get it right away don't even have to pay put it on my tab jim and just walk off <sighs> man, man get the fuck out of here and walmart come into some of these small communities and push all the fucking moms and pops and competition out so right. there's nothing else what are we talking about here lady right <laughs> you gotta fucking <laughs> you gotta buy your fucking your your black food like a fucking uh the trap house type shit <laughs> right go around the corner and then pass the security line and we'll frisk you down and then once we're done with all of that you can get your neck bones okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah they had had big mama back there cooking with a white apron on and no clothes gotta be sure nobody's stealing the product yeah they just got specific nigga security in walmart that is so fucked up oh man department those types of things city council is not that, that is not the correct place city council has power in a statement a walmart spokesperson says the allegations are false and offensive and that some products are more frequently targeted by shoplifters so the company takes normal measures to protect those items against theft goddamn security- combs apparently white people don't shoplift only niggas shoplift keep in mind every other store went ahead and got rid of it this one store is like because it's fucking racist <laughs> and they knew it right by the way you know like that's the that's the lick right there if you're a black person you just get them to help you and then bring a white friend and let them steal to their heart's content measures that broid says aren't in place at other stores why isn't other stores locking up their black products as well so she says she'll continue to seek the city's help to get this store to change its policy right no goddamn sue them what why do i have to sue you for you to change your policy nobody thought that looked bad nobody 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 on the staff was like hey man we are only locking up the black shit we can't we just for the purposes of looking fair lock up the perk plus just to just so it looked like we give a fuck because white people would have been mad because you give a fuck about what you know how many niggas probably been going in there and be like well i guess i gotta wait for this walmart is so fucking slow with that lock shit even when it's electronics you have to wait for somebody to go get a goddamn key walk their asses back over there and open the shit up for fucking hair products are we serious dog can we just lock up the vidal sassoon and just so it looked like come on lock up like that we, go- 
like on that goddamn perk plus and watch becky show her show her white ass in the middle of the store and making a video just like this talk about how it's racial discrimination shout out to that one white woman though she the real mvp for trying to throw that multicultural in there kind of bruno mars shit was that no they locked up bruno mars cones too fuck you man it's still a lot of black and brown right. people you ain't, you ain't you ain't slick you ain't school you ain't you ain't trick me kind of shit. it's a multiracial section bitch it ain't white shit what are we talking about here we locked up the mexicans too oh okay well <laughs> shit i don't know why i was tripping lady what was wrong with me i just wait for 30 minutes for y'all to get the keys and i can I mean, finally get my do-rag and get out of here uh san antonio reporter target of racist harassment while on assignment um tuesday evening ashley king a reporter for kabb fox 29 and fox news uh 4sa said uh, uh, news 4sa said uh she was setting up in front of a school in san antonio getting ready to go live on the 10 o'clock show well minutes for a segment with the edge found herself in the midst of a racist outburst from complete strangers they drove by and they yelled f the government you effing fake news um f-u-n-word and they kept saying it like you n-word you n-word king described it in a facebook live video uh, she said it wasn't the first time people have yelled <clears throat> while she was filming the segment this time it was different she said at first she decided to let it go thinking maybe some young punks but then the car came back around a second time they were like f-u-n-word you f-u-n-word f-u-f-u-n-word f-u-f-u-n-word n-word n-word all the time and at that time i'm kind of angry because you know i'm like how why would someone do this i couldn't really understand the king said by the time they returned the third time she said she was scared at that point because she didn't know what they were going to do i couldn't really believe that this is happening we're in 2018 and you have people calling each other derogatory terms i've never in my life been called that word she said after the third time the harassers drove off and didn't come out back and she carried on with the segment she carried on with the segment you you don't know if they're gonna shoot you get out the car and fucking attack you right still did her job no one called police intervened while she spoke to the camera she was looking around to make sure she didn't spot the car again uh king while she's t- live on the air no yeah, the joys of being black in america king told current she decided to share her experience on facebook to raise awareness about how san antonio is not immune to racism a lot of people think you know in san antonio that's not racism it's a majority minority city and so i just kind of wanted to let people know that this is out there one of my colleagues approached me in the newsroom on wednesday and after he saw my initial facebook post he said it was eye-opening he didn't realize that this happens to people they actually know so i decided that i wanted to start the conversation put it on my professional page and let people know that this happens she said the response to her post has been overwhelmingly positive restoring her faith in humanity <clears throat> yeah i think it's also easy to point these out as moments of like we can all agree this is bad you know what i mean yeah because it's considered a quote-unquote one-off yeah now she would have said i got passed over for a promotion because i'm black and my news job people have been like bitch it's because you're stupid and you don't know what you're doing right now get you some hair products at walmart just wait an extra 20 minutes we'll be with the keys ah! uh yeah so mm-mm-mm. zero to 100 oh that's 100 yeah, that's 100 too for me uh all right let's get into something else uh what do i want to do today um you know i guess we'll we'll do some white people news real quick um uh all right we'll do this song oh wait let me put it on screen i know you guys are gonna want to see this right (laughs) can't do this without you guys being able to see what we're doing um <clears throat> oh and an ad for groupon uh 
shout out to tiffany haddish man she getting this money out here make that money i love her she's like the cardi b of comedy for me for real i love her how can you not like tiffany haddish come on um should have got nominated for an oscar too yes um all right here we go Pumpkin spice right here, girl. This is pumpkin spice. Don't get no spicier than this. Don't believe me, just watch. Woo! Don't believe me, just watch. Thank you, Laura. Woo! That was good. 
had to come back to you i see you got some more hits on here <laughs> i didn't know she was getting down like that karen apparently she is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh before we can get into white people news got one dash out man trump attacks jay-z for slamming his shithole remarks by saying <clears throat> black unemployment is lower is at its lowest rate ever recorded he don't know how that works does he jay-z said that donald trump's shithole remarks were hurtful to a lot of people leave in mind his shithole remarks were people coming from black black and brown countries he says black unemployment as rose rate ever recorded also not the same what does that even have to do with each other Nothing. even if, even if you want to take credit for that it has nothing to do with each other Mm-mm. you just want to say something all right let's talk about white people news dane cook is dating a 19 year old singer kelsey taylor he's 45 years old that's creepy that's right i mean she's too young to even remember when dane cook was funny i'm just saying no offense to dane cook uh but yeah he's uh tapping that 19 year old strange uh his 19 year old girl kelsey taylor uh girlfriend kelsey like kelsey taylor um although kelsey (laughs) Telsey Taylor sounds just as white as Kelsey Taylor. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, <clears throat> have been quietly dated for the last year, quietly in real life at least. On social media, the couple have been sharing their relationship on Instagram, often documenting their trips and special moments together, including Taylor's recent 19th birthday. So they were dating when she was 18. So he likes them barely legal. Most recently, the comedian. Shit, who- she can't even drink. I mean, at least be able to get a margarita with me. Shit uh does it count if he drinks and then spits it into her mouth i don't know how that works most recently the comedian who was 26 years older than his lady love shared a selfie from one of their date nights including the hashtag relationship goals it's (laughs) it's kelsey taylor maui dinner i'm in a dream my favorite man my favorite view she had on instagram um and now i'm kind of missing jl covan's a moment of dane i wish he had never stopped that my girl at is kelsey taylor is one of my favorite people on the planet she's a talented singer but more importantly she's a genuine person check out her music and get to know her she's gonna go far cook catching a photo of the couple in april supporting her aspiring music career also he's using his fame to help her out he go that's a good boyfriend taylor has performed background vocals for grammy nominees such as demi lovato and little big town the actor who has co-starred in movies with kate hudson and jessica simpson has been previously romantically linked to julianne hoff and raquel hofton so he likes them hoffs tell you that much so this one might not make it i don't know <clears throat> that's creepy listen karen they're considering adults and they're in love and there's nothing creepy about that Mm-hmm. It, creepy mm. i wonder what comedian he stole this move of dating 19 year olds from that's the real question mm-hmm. jay-z <laughs> i don't even know what i said i don't even care uh we choose to fight for our love jay we chose to fight for our love jay-z talked salvaging his marriage to his soulmate beyonce at the infidelity confession jay-z has opened up about fighting for his marriage to his soulmate beyonce the rapper 48 who previously confessed to cheating on his wife was asked about their relationship during their appearance on the van jones show on cnn are y'all uh are y'all back then jones y'all still mad i don't know okay it depends with him i don't know like, okay 
I mean, I don't, I, I'm not asking, I'm, not, I'm, I'm legitimately asking, I don't know. I didn't, I mean, I saw he got right. his own show, Black uh, Dude getting his own show yeah, on TV. I don't know. Black Twitter canceled <laughs> him, he came back, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what the chat room is, if they're watching this or not, but that's a pretty big get, Jay-Z, right before the Grammys mm-hmm. even. Asked about fighting in their relationship, um, he told the reporter, that's my soulmate, it's the person I love. You can be in love with someone, you can love someone, and if you haven't experienced love or don't understand that you don't have the tools to move forward, then you are going to have applications, period. You can either address or you can, uh, pretend it until it blows up at some point. For us, we chose to fight for our love, for our family, to give our kids a different outcome, to break the cycle for black men and women, to see a different outcome. We were never a celebrity couple, he insisted. We were a couple who just happened to be celebrities. He added that the best way to apologize is through change behavior. You have to acknowledge the pain. You have to let that person have have their say. You have to let, get on the floor, get on the mattress, and you have to really work through it and really be honest no matter how many times. Uh, it takes a while. It's hard. It's difficult to hear. It's difficult to say. It's difficult to listen to that pain. You have to be strong enough to go through that, and on the other side, it's beautiful. Jay-Z and Beyonce have been married for 10 years, and they have three children together, Blue Ivy, uh, and then, of course, Rumi and Sir Carter uh he uh dropped hints he cheated on beyonce on the album 444 and then confessed to infidelity in the interview with the new york times the rapper said therapy stopped them from getting a divorce the empire state of mind hitmaker explained the scars from his past led to him uh led him to push away his wife and ultimately become unfaithful you have to survive so you go into survival mode and when you go into survival mode what happens you shut down all emotions you even so even with women you got to shut down emotionally so you can't connect in my case like it's deep and then all the things happen from their infidelity beyonce also sparked rumors he had cheated when she referenced in lyrics in our album lemonade so there you guys go uh yeah i i think it's interesting because like i said that's their relationship and if they chose to to work that out good for them right. you know i'm glad that they could stay together and you know hopefully he really did learn the lesson that's only up for them to decide if he did and all that shit you know but i do think it's important for people to um understand that not everything is as simple as your twitter account and Mm-mm. a lot of these relationships you don't see the ups and downs a lot of people real put up fronts for everybody else they it's all pretty for the cameras and the instagrams and the facebook and behind the scenes they don't even fuck with each other or they cheating on each other or it's abuse or whatever like yeah you don't never know you know and i think uh especially in the age of social media there's so much instant opinion on everything that it's probably more difficult now for people to overcome that kind of shit when it becomes um common information so uh you know it's kind of interesting to see that somebody try a different way than to just typical either we're going to cover it up because we're ashamed of this or we're going to talk about it but it's because we broke up and now you got a contentious divorce and custody hearings and battles and shit like that Mm um ikea founder dies at 91 after setting the business up when he was just 17 and growing it to 412 stores worth 72 billion dollars but still wore secondhand clothes and drove a 15 year old car Mm. ikea founder in ingvar kamprad has died the company has confirmed a 91 year old billionaire passed away saturday in this mansion in smallland sweden mm. how they gonna put together the casket i mm. don't know i hope it does instructions is good i hope he died with all his pieces me too it's like, oh shit we got an extra femur in here 
i just keep that okay multinational ikea which has hundreds of stores across countries dozens of countries has long been the world's largest furniture retailer in a statement the company described mr comprod as one of the greatest entrepreneurs of the 20th century and said his end was peaceful there was many pieces full and also several screwdrivers full mr comprod had was 17 when he founded ikea one now the world's most recognizable brands in 1943 he named the name came from the initials ik with an e for elm tarried the family farm where he grew up so it's his initials ik and then elm tarried and then a for a gunner yard which is his home village Mm. so that's what akia means uh he uh came up with the idea of flat pack furniture when he was trying to fit a table into the boot of his car a friend suggested that he take the legs off god damn and that shit set up 72 billion dollars worth of business the most simple you'll be amazed it was like oh man we should take the legs off of this you know what you know you know what we might fucking around and get rich come on the billionaire opened his first store in 1965 only to see the wind smash the neon sign and cause a fire which burned the place down hmm you know difference between failure and success man successes are just failures who never gave up come on in his early years mr compromise sold matchboxes to his neighbors from his bicycle finding out that he could buy them in bulk very cheaply from stockholm nigga from his bicycle Mm -hmm. he went on to sell fish christmas tree decorations seeds and ballpoint pens and pencils look he's like i'm selling something Mm mm-hmm the industrious young man began advertising in local newspapers and operating a makeshift mail order catalog he distributed his products via the local milk van which delivered them to the nearby train station in 1950 he introduced furniture produced by local manufacturers in the forest close to his home into his catalog for the first time after getting positive responses from clients he decided to focus on low price furniture and discontinue all other products and so the ikea concept was born affordable furniture with which customers can assemble assemble themselves the magnate is now estimated to have accumulated a fortune of about 51 billion euros or pounds i guess pounds but it is difficult to separate what belongs to him and what belongs to his children what is held in the family foundation and one of europe's most famous infamous tax uh, havens Liechtenstein. oh we all know about that in 1973 he fled sweden's higher tra- tax structure for denmark uh before seeking an even lower taxes in switzerland so i guess uh the socialist utopia bernie's talking about wouldn't work because the rich people just leave mm-hmm. he decided to return home after his wife margaret margaretha died in 2011 so look if you just waited out from 1973 to 2011 for this man's wife to die you come Ooh. back and get that tax money from 2010 onwards he progressively retired from the family company to make way for his three sons finally ret- returning to live in sweden in 2015 2014 but he but mr comprai who was once listed as the world's fourth richest man is renowned for his frugality and his modest spending habits have made headlines over the years he admitted buying all his clothes from flea markets in the hope of setting a good example to others the billionaire took easy jet flights drove himself around in a 15 year old volvo and furnished his modest house almost entirely with ikea items which he assembled himself damn bold man all that money he ain't live it up huh 
his eagerness to save money extended to his visits to london where he shunned taxis and preferred to use the tube or buses he once took this is the kind of rich to be by the way not i mean rich like you know to save your money and be I, frugal I mean, you, but i mean he you, can take the bus and he's the fourth richest man in the world and he just like oh yeah nobody knows the fuck i look like that's what i want to be that's I so perfect be rich not famous right that is so perfect oh i envy him um he once took a bus to a gala evening to collect the businessman of the year award prompted security to refuse to let him in in 2000 it's like you don't belong here where you come from where's your limo sir no sir this is for the fourth richest man in the world i highly doubt you took the train (laughs) let's get this kook out of here guys and no then somebody was like hey they was like oh my my, my, son my bad uh in 2008 he told the newspaper civitis vanskin that a 22 euro bill in the netherlands had broke broken his barbering budget uh normally i try to get my hair cut when i'm in a developing country last time it was in vietnam he explained damn he be trying to go cheap mr comparat said to be was said to be a former nazi sympathizer following the second world war mm, the tea is spilling apparently it is 1994 swedish newspaper expressing reported that he had contacts with swedish fascist leader per ingdahl in the 1940s and 50s in a letter to employees he admitted that he once had sympathies for the far-right leader and called it a part of my life which i bitterly reject regret so he say he used to be a straight-up nazi sympathizer dog he was down with them racists and i'll still buy that furniture because ain't nothing cheaper in 1998 uh, uh he had a book he co-authored about ikea's history he claimed he had been influenced as a child by his german grandmother's strong support for hitler that's how they get you the ikea founder faced questions about his past again in 2011 after author elizabeth asbrink said he had been an active recruiter for a swedish nazi group she also claimed he remained close to sympathizers well after world war mm-hmm mm-hmm was out here chilling the swedish billionaire said his involvement with youthful stupidity and was the greatest mistake in his life youthful stupidity y'all come on now you know he was probably 50 you know white people get to be kids forever when they fuck up yeah they do yeah i was just a young 57 year old man young boy making mistakes out here recruiting for the nazis you know how it is yeah, meanwhile brown kids you turn six you an adult i mean but my car 15 years old y'all think about that a self-possessed alcoholic the ikea founder admitted he had an ongoing problem with drink but he said he had it under control and that he drives out three times a year he lived in a semi-retirement with his wife margaretha and the couple were often seen dining out in cheap restaurants haggling over prices at their local market what when a statue of him was erected in his swedish hometown he was invited to cut the rhythm he instead untied it folded it then gave it back to the mayor telling them he could use it again Duh! explain his frugal nature he said i'm a bit tight with money a sort of swedish scotsman he was like you don't stay rich by blowing it but so what at least he didn't say anything about jewing people down and shit like that Come on. it could have been worse apparently looking at his history if i start to acquire luxurious things then this will only incite others to follow suit it's important that leader set an example he said just like my man hitler he oh wait i'm sorry and then mm-hmm. eric do was like mm-hmm. i still see something good in him he had good mm-hmm. furniture mm-hmm. Uh, i looked at the money and i'm about to spend it myself and i asked if ikea customers could afford it from time to time i like to buy a nice shirt and a cravat and eat swedish fish roll multinational ikea with hundreds of stores has long been the world's largest furniture furniture retailer company is run by his three sons peter jonas 
and matthias and you know in all these years i have never stepped a foot inside of ikea we got one off of 85 i just close as i've been to one is, is just riding past it yeah i'm gonna pretend that i'm super woke though like i don't go to ikea because i don't support the hitler regime that y'all the rest of y'all i'll go to y'all house i see a key i say look at you see this was wrong with your capitalism i just ain't never got you selling out your own people up in here that's the problem okay now i don't have none okay i go to uh um like 1-800 furniture or whatever okay so i know 1-800 furniture Mm -hmm. (laughs) i go to i go to furniture direct okay okay i get my shit from big lots okay where they treat the black man with some respect on my 27 percent credit card loan okay so y'all not about to play me brother i only shot where they locked the black furniture behind oh, <laughs> Lord. security <laughs> sir sir he like to get an end table let's uh you gotta have to go to the black section um all right we gotta get out of here uh gotta watch supergirl mm-hmm. um let me get the sword ratcheting this up um where is that there we go is black lightning coming on tomorrow guys i know uh state of the union is tomorrow I wonder if they gonna. I know CW don't know to play the news, so maybe they'll have it on. I, I hope so. Hmm. I hope so. Anyway, a man threatened with samurai sword in North Bay road rage incident. North Bay police are looking for a man to threaten another man with a samurai sword during a road rage incident. The sword wielding man was tailgating another motorist, and when the vehicles pulled over, both men started arguing. That's when the man produced the sword and threatened to slice up the other man. Meanwhile, a oh. North Bay man faces weapon charges in a separate incident. They're pointing a fake gun at somebody. Mm-mm-mm. yeah somebody somebody in chat room said they dvr said yes so it'll be on oh awesome good i can't wait for that uh and then we'll do one more man armed with a sword tried to enter a home a man who used a samurai sword to break windows and stab a mo- door multiple times what was arrested by a sheriff's deputy early wednesday morning a man in the home told deputies michael j hensley 65 arrived at the residence on cherry road and got out of a vehicle uh carrying a long sword he said hensley was yelling to be let into the home the man (laughs) hey i got this sword let me into your house i'm gonna fucking fuck up the doors and shit no No. that's actually what the doors are there for um man to protect me from you the man said when he refused hensley broke the front door windows and stabbed the door with a sword people in the home called 911 deputies found hensley crouched behind a brick wall at a nearby home he said he had the sword in his hand and was mumbling to himself. Deputies convinced him to put the sword down. They arrested him after a brief struggle. Hensley will face several charges, including aggravated assault, deal with a deadly weapon, and criminal mischief. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Yes, we appreciate you. We do. Good luck getting your hair care product selection uh, taken care of. Uh, we we appreciate that. Uh, you know, uh, thank you um, to everybody watch live yes we appreciate you bruno mars even if all the wokes don't okay ah! we don't have no problem cutting the rug to your music okay buddy you're always welcome on the blackout tips uh all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.